0: I think think it's a feeling of stuckness and frustration and maybe even like anger can come from that because we're born to create, right? We're born to channel through whatever comes through into physical, physical form. It doesn't necessarily have to be painting or drawing or whatever that is. Art can look, creativity can look like many, many different things. All
1: right, everyone, welcome to another episode of Heal Thyself. Man, thank you for taking the time out of your day, wherever you are, sitting on your car, standing in your kitchen, laying in the bathtub. Thank you for bringing this information in today, opening the space, opening your hearts. It is going to be a good one. I have one of my closest friends all the way in New York coming out here. He's out here in L.A., and he's sitting on the couch with me. His name is Nick Onkin. He's one of the most creative minds I've ever met. You know those people that you're kind of just always tapped into something creative and then they learn another creative craft and they're just really good at it and then they learn how to sculpt and then they learn how to paint and then they learn how to DJ and they're doing all these things. Well, this guy is so tapped in. He's gonna tell us the secrets of his creativity. Now, why is this important? Because we are creative beings at our very root. Creativity is our root of our expression of who we are. So when we're not creative, it's sucking the life force out of us. So we got to tap into our creativity nick's going to tell us not only how to do that how to open the space small things we can do every single day but also what is bombarding us and taking away from our creativity what is the number one thing that is drowning our life force out of us you might be surprised and in the knowledge bomb oof! so many people ask me is brita a good filter i'm gonna go right into brita and let you know if it's a good filter what it removes what it doesn't but also What are the good filters out there? What do you need to look for when you're buying a filter? So important because guess what? We gotta be drinking water every day and it behooves us to be drinking the best quality water that we can get our hands on. So super excited for this Knowledge Bomb segment. Also a reminder, the merch is out, man. HTS.today, we got the best merch out there. Remember, Organic, sustainable, in line with the ethos of this podcast. we got some beautiful pieces, beautifully designed. A lot of emblems right at the heart to remind you to be heart-centric for the day. So go out, check it out, and support it if you love the show. The holidays are right around the corner. Without further ado, let's get into this awesome, awesome guest segment. All right, everyone, today's special guest my guy, for a long time, you might remember Nick Onken was on this show when I lived in Topengo. We did a beautiful aesthetic show on top of the little peak that I had in my backyard. And we talked about a lot of important stuff, especially dopamine detox, getting away from your phone and how to get back to yourself. We talked a little bit about creativity, but my guy is back on the show a few years later. Now, if you don't know Nick Ankin, he is a very famous worldwide photographer. He is doing all of the beautiful photo shoots for all the big brands. You probably saw it in a magazine. You definitely saw it on a website, but also he's a creative alchemist. What that means is he helps people understand what is their creative gifts? How do they bring that to the world, which is so essential because we talked about sense of purpose. We talk about creativity. My guy Nick is on the show, and I can't wait to really get into the depths of how we can bring ourselves, our better selves, to humanity. Thanks for coming on the show, Nick. Thanks for having me again. My brother—he's back on, and I'm happy you're in town, and I'm happy I caught you because it's hard to catch you, you know.
0: Yeah, right. I feel like it's a little like "Catch Me If You Can." Yeah, <laughs> type listen. of vibes, especially this last year. Yeah, man, you're—you're you're like
1: the—you're like the half Asian Leonardo DiCaprio. It's like, it's like, I can't catch you, bro. You're on a plane, and then, and then you're, you're in Texas, you're in Hawaii, you're in California, and now you're here.
0: Yeah, now I'm here. I'm now going, I'm to Hawaii. here. I'm I'm going to Hawaii. I'm stopping like, through on the way to Hawaii, really.
1: My brother. <laughs> I, but I appreciate you. We've been friends for a long time. We connected on a lot of stuff. Um, you even made the beautiful hat that I keep in my sacred emotional release Ooh. room. Oh. Right, the beautiful hat that, and you're and you know you're a big hat guy. You create hats for people.
0: Yeah.
1: But, you know, we talked a little bit about creativity. We've been talking about I've been following all the stuff that you do for people. Now, how how do we suffer? What what how do we know that we're suppressing our creativity? What do people go through when they're not being creative?
0: I think I think it's a feeling of stuckness and frustration and maybe even like anger can come from that because we're born to create, right? We're born to channel through whatever comes through into physical physical form. It doesn't necessarily have to be Painting or drawing or whatever that is, art can look, creativity can look like many, many different things. And, you know, I think when, you know, it's like you talk about the emotional release stuff, it's like, it's stuck energy. Like when we're stuck, we're not being creative, we get stuck, and then it, the flow, it, that's not flowing through. The creativity mm-hmm. is not flowing through. So if you feel stuck, you're like frustrated, or you're not feeling like you are getting anywhere. You know, maybe it's time to, to carve out some time to be, to be creative.
1: And It's funny you say that, man, because I remember when I felt so stuck for so long and I finally just leaned into some creativity. I remember some of the first words I said to myself was like, oh, I just needed to be creative. I remember it was like an aha moment. Yeah. Because I felt it in not only just like where I was in life or mentally, I felt physically just stuck. Everything, nothing was getting better, nothing was getting worse. It was just like a muck that I was in. Yeah. So that stuckness is the best way to say it. You know, skincare isn't just about looking good, right? A lot of us want to look good, but it's not just about looking good. It's about nurturing your skin and being well-balanced from the inside out. And, you know, this world is flooded with a bunch of harsh chemicals that are really insulting our skin, our barrier and you want something truly effective that is safe, Alitura is one of the best in the game. If you never heard of Alitura, you just think of, you might've seen some uh, black bottles with gold writing on it. It's one of the best and they're always at health events and people are loving them and their quality. so if you're ready to take control of your skin health and experience the pinnacle of natural beauty, I highly recommend checking out Alitura Naturals. For a limited time, you, the Heal Thyself listener, will enjoy the exclusive discount, just the Heal Thyself discount, only for you. That's 20% off of this gold serum. Go to alitura.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That's A-L-I-T-U-R-A.com and get that 20% discount. It's amazing stuff. I use it every night before bed, and I'm telling you, I'm on fire with my skin in a good way. Check it out. All right, let's face it, with all the toxins we're exposed to nowadays with processed foods, pollutants, and even stress, our poor livers have been working overtime. If you've been feeling sluggish, bloated, or just overall rundown, it may be time to give your hard-working liver some extra love and support. That is where Organifi's liver detox comes in. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfoods. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfood ingredients specifically designed to remove excess toxins and improve digestion, promote healthier energy levels, and just overall liver health. Now, one of the key ingredients is artichoke leaf extract, which has been clinically proven to help detoxify the liver and digest tract. Then you got the all-star liver protector. You heard of it, milk thistle, an herb that has been used for centuries to give your liver a big old hug. That's not all. Organifi's liver detox also contains dandelion root, one of my favorite ones of all time, which is loaded with vitamins and minerals to promote healthy liver function and digestion. And finally, Trafalia, an ancient ayurvedic formula. Packed with antioxidants that have been traditionally used as a powerful liver tonic, one of my favorite ones too. So whether you're dealing with sluggish digestion, low energy, or just want to give your body's main detox engine a little extra love, Organifi's liver detox has your back. Just take one to three capsules at any point during the day to start supporting your liver's natural detox pathways. All of us need to be supporting our liver. If you want to experience the energy boosting, liver supporting effects. Of this fantastic formula head to organifyshop.com and use the code drg for 20 percent off that is o-r-g-a-n-i-f-i shop.com slash drg so when you say creative i think to myself okay well i used to draw but i'm not that good of a drawer right um hmm, i used to paint but i don't paint that well how do we even know what to create do we create anything or do yeah. we how do we create the space As creators, to create.
0: Yeah, you know, I think first of all, it's just a giving yourself the permission to create because I think so many times people are like, "Well, like, I'm not a creative. That's not for me. I, you know, I'm not good. I'm I'm, like terrible at this." And the truth is, is nobody has to even see what you create. It's more about the act of creating and creating it for yourself, regardless if anybody is is viewing it or seeing it. You know, you can choose later how you want to like handle that. But I think being creative can really be anything, and it starts with curiosity. You know, I think it's a good space to, like, think about things or get curious of, like, hmm, what would I like to try? Mm. Maybe it's taking a sculpture class, or maybe it's, you know, maybe maybe it is drawing. Maybe it's... Building a business, I don't know. You know, I think I think there's so many different things in the world. It's like everything's at our fingertips now. You can go through Instagram, and like get inspired. I mean, I guess that's one, one bonus of Instagram. Right. We can talk about that. That's a whole other train of of interesting thought. But I think getting curious about what it is that you even want to dabble with, mm. and don't even think about it as like it has to have a result. I mean, think about it as dabbling and experimenting and playing. I think that would be the first thing is to kind of get curious, right? Second thing would be like, would be to carve out the time, right? You know, there's, we're always, there's always gonna be something that comes up a- ahead of um, carving out time to do what you want. And I think creating that sandbox, carving out the time, whether it's you know, 10 minutes a day, 30, 30 minutes a day or longer, um, or in a week, right? Like how much time do you have to dedicate towards creating something? Within a week or a day or however, I think that's a pretty good place to start hmm. creating the time, and then actually putting the pen to paper. And you know, I say that in not literally, yeah. but like, I th- it, yeah, yeah, literally and figuratively, because I, you know, and I do this, every time I do a photo shoot, it's like it's like so much like thinking about it, and then once I press the push the trigger for the first time or in it, then the then it starts flowing. But a lot of times, it's like just even getting started is the challenge mm-hmm. so just start right like remember like don't like it doesn't matter how what the results are just get started
1: oh i love that because a lot of us don't want to create because we're in our heads about it's not going to be that good so i don't know if i should really do it you know i kind of wish i could make a song but i don't know how to make it and it's not going to sound that good you know yeah but what you're saying is it doesn't matter the act of creating is already unfolding your creative self. Yeah. So because I've never created a sculpture or went to a sculpture class, it's still the act of me doing that and being present with what I'm doing. Yeah. That's already the process happening. Is that true?
0: Yeah, it's the act of doing, you know, Mm. and doing and doing and doing and doing and doing and doing. And then you eventually get good enough to, you know, maybe show the world. Maybe post it on Instagram and then... Who knows where that could lead to? That could lead to actual um, people wanting to pay you for it, you know? And that's what's happened to me my whole life is, like, I started with graphic design, and then I kind of used that to parlay into photography, which meant that I had to, like, just practice photography, for free on my own doing whatever i wanted for you know a few years before i even somebody even wanted to pay for it pay me for it right so then i did photography built a big career got known for photography that's where most of my money comes from that's where 98% of my revenue comes from mm-hmm. but it also buys me the time to p- play with other things and i think that's how i've developed other that's why I'm, I call myself a creative alchemist now is because I have so many different mediums that I love to play in. And not all of them make me money. Some of them do. And they, but they've all kind of, as I've been playing with them and just created the time and did it for myself, and like making hats, for instance. Like I was just making them for myself. And then that spawned into people wanting, to, wanting me to make them for them or mm-hmm. make hats for them. And then the same with DJing. Like, I just started DJing for myself because it was fun. And now people are starting to like want me to come out and play play gigs and That's stuff so cool. like that. So I had my first like L- uh, New York venue, uh, the Williamsburg Hotel, a few weeks ago, or a couple months ago, which was super fun. So, yeah. yeah, you know, just like it evolves. And I think when you do things for yourself, you never know where it's gonna go. Yeah,
1: and something that I, that I noticed within you that is really encouraging. For people is that we live in this world where we're so fearful to take the time for ourselves. Period. Much less create um, because we're so rent- regimented in all these other things that matter, but don't matter the way that you know our true selves matter. Right. And and one thing that you do is you sort of reverse the roles. And the irony is that the creativity that you exude is the thing that matters. Right. It's like it's <laughs> yeah. like so you you sort of like surpass the illusion. You're like, no, you know, like, I'm just going to create. So for you, when I hear, okay, I was doing graphic design and then I just started doing photography and I put work into it, but I mastered that part of it. You know, I make hats and they're beautiful and now I started DJing not too long ago. I remember you started this, but what I'm hearing is that, like, you've tapped into the creativity that totally puts you into the purpose where something that you learned something else, you're already creative. So it's like, you're in the frequency of creation where you learn DJing, but you've been making hats, you've been taking photos. It's like much easier versus me just going like, "I'm gonna DJ tomorrow," and then going through that whole process with my logical mind. Yeah, you've already strengthened that muscle of creativity on yeah. and on.
0: Correct? Yeah, absolutely. I think. Yeah, I guess yeah, you're totally right. Like in my world, I live in creativity now. You know, I always have, but yeah, it's always a creative flow, and it's almost like creativity is a way of being and versus just like doing it's a way of being and so everything my whole life extends from that way of being Uh, whether it's like the way i dress whether it's like when i dj whether i'm making a hat or taking photos or whatever that looks like i just started learning how to tattoo (laughs)
1: <laughs> of course you did, man. What are you? Just, what else are you gonna do? I just got a tattoo
0: gun like a couple weeks ago, and was yeah, like, started to play around with it because I draw these like light codes on my hats and stuff like that. And people have been asking. Oh, they were like, oh, I kind of, I want you to tattoo that on me. Nice. I don't have any on this hat because it's like a Panama. But yeah. Uh, but yeah. So that's kind of you know, it's the same thing, right? I just do it for myself, and then people start wanting it for them.
1: I love this because what I'm hearing is that you're connecting all of your creativity to just different mediums, man. And it's like, you're listening to it. And one thing that you said that's really important is coming from the place of being and creativity and letting that be on all parts of your life. I mean, like, I remember you said, you're like, I did a sketch uh, about something that I saw on a, a mushroom ce- a trip, a ceremony. Oh yeah. And then the sketch was like, beautifully done. And I was like, wait, that's not a sketch too. That's like a masterpiece. <laughs> so look, that can be really intimidating, right? Because how does someone who goes, I want to be creative, but nothing that I make looks good, sounds good, feels good creatively, like how do we get past that egoic judgment?
0: Yeah, I think that's the first thing to be, A, create an awareness around, right? That you are actually criticizing and judging it before it even comes out. And secondly, you got to know that it's, it's going to turn out not the greatest until you Practice and practice and practice and practice like any art form takes years to really really get get your art Get that medium or that whatever it is to a place where it's It is good mm-hmm. um, And you have to push through that, Well that's why I say like you know for people that want want creative careers you have to be, you have to love it for what it is. Otherwise you're not gonna, have, it's gonna be up and it's ups and downs and you're not gonna have the motivation to go through the downs to get to where you're living this type of creative life, right? You know, it all depends on what you're out, what you want to be doing as well. Like if you're sitting at home and you're like, I just wanna get into a creative flow, who cares? What it looks like, you know. So have the ju- the the awareness around the fact that you are judging it before it even comes out, before it even gets on paper, and learn how to step aside from that and put the pen to the paper and just start right. And then every time you do, every time you do something new, Sarah, you do it. You learn from that. Mm. You learn how the medium works. You learn how you know how your hands work, how you're connecting. You know, I guess I'm speaking more in like a tangible artistic space, so it could be anything, but anything that you're learning, you, you incrementally, the more you do it, the incrementally better you're gonna get. Mm. Um, and you gotta lay this, people, I think, and you know, it's our culture, right? It's like the young culture, everybody wants everything yesterday. But the, the truth is, is, it takes time to master a craft of anything, if that's what you're even going for. If you're just sitting down, if you want to just be creative and get it moving, then sit down and just play and you don't have to show anyone. Right. Just make it for you.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing that gets us because for me, I think about when I want to create and it's got to be the best ever already. It's like, I'm gonna if I'm going to paint, it's going to look like a Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because that's a culture we live in, exactly what you said. We yeah. won it yesterday. It's a, a part of my resistance to creativity is the patience, right? Because I'm like, Okay. Okay. I, I, you may not have to do it again, and it's like, but but that again is falling into the ego of like a result that has to be good versus just the experience of creativity.
0: Absolutely, and it's an ego that's been amplified in today's social, like culture of social media. Like every, we just want something to post to validate the ego, right? Yeah. And it is. It's kind of this like cycle, cyclical cycle of um, the snake eating the the tail, right? Yeah, yeah. The head eating the tail, and you're like. You know, as an artist, you like, you get better, right? And then you get more attention, you get more validation from the external spaces. And then what happens? You're like, oh, something happens. And it's just like this whole circle um, where nothing is ever going to be, you're never going to be validated. Yeah. You know? And like, that, look at that, that goes into like celebrity and act high level, you know, celebrities and, and actors and, and musicians, the level of external validation on that scale is so huge. So they're facing, when they put out any sort of creative project, the stakes are so high in terms of, you know, what other people think of it, mm. you know? So if you're just like starting out, you know, you don't have to show anyone. I mm. think that's the, just know that you don't have to show anyone. When I do a photo shoot and I'll, I'll, I'll tell people, I'm like, just know that everyone takes a bad picture. Like, we're just going to shoot enough of them to get the good ones. Gotcha. And then we'll throw away the bad ones, and you won't even see those.
1: (laughs) I love that. And then all the beautiful ones are online. I was like, wow, amazing.
0: Yeah, you you get to see the beautiful ones, and you're like, wait. (laughs) Right,
1: and the same goes with all art that we see professionally or that we compare ourselves to on TV or online online. It's really like, there was a lot of stuff that you're not seeing. You're just seeing an end result Absolutely. that has been in many ways perfected.
0: Yeah, you're seeing the best of the best. But the truth is, is that artist probably had thousands of drawings or whatever it was before they got to this one that was put up for the world to see. Mm.
1: So making that time. All right, so what is, we are busy people. I wake up in the morning, I drink my coffee and go to work. What, what is a fair amount of time, would you think? 15 minutes, 30 minutes? Do I need an hour of my day to get creative? Just what, what's enough to get the, the gears going for us?
0: It probably also depends on what your outlet is, right? Maybe it's playing guitar. Maybe it's, you know, and play guitar for 10 minutes, 15 minutes a day. Every day. Every day.
1: And, and getting, you you know, it's, it's funny because it's, I was just thinking about Yeah, I should just get a guitar, you know? It's like, I'm listening to, I don't know where it was, we were in a group and someone was, oh, we we went to my friend's house and someone just ended up singing with a guitar. But she's like, anyone have a guitar? And this guy's like, I have one. And then she just started playing it and it was like so beautiful. Yeah. And I was like, it'd be nice if I could do one one millionth of that, just a little bit for myself. Yeah. At night, just to play. Um, But it's also important for your brain right? Learning a new skill, new mm-hmm. pathways, new neurons. That's what Absolutely. keeps you young. When we're kids, we're learn- I was just talking about on a re- recent podcast, I used to write horror novels when I was little, scary movies, <laughs> clip them together and give them to the kids in my class. But, but the next day, I was learning how to make like sandcastles. And the next day, I was like reading about and yeah. creating in my imagination. It's like, it, it, it doesn't matter. It's just what are you doing? And, yeah. and yes, ch- children's brains are so like Imaginative, yeah. Yeah, 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 shoot, man, and that became suffocated with like society. We're just like, I don't even, I can't even remember my imagination anymore. Only it only comes out when I write a poem or something or a, right. a short story. Um, so, so is, is it really a matter of just like coming back to that childlike state of imagination?
0: I think it's imagination and flow state, right? So, you ever see the movie Soul? Yeah, great Dude, movie. Dude, it's such a. I was just, it just like had this this thought because you know when he takes the they take the pirate ship yeah and he goes and he shows like all these people that are in flow state right they're and they're like you know for some somebody it's basketball for another guy it's like it's like the wave flipping the sign like dancing with the sign on the side of the street right like that's his art you know art can be anything creativity can be anything that gets you into that flow state and when you get into that flow state you're tapping into divinity you're tapping into this space where time doesn't exist
1: yes Exactly.
0: And when you can get into that state, it could be anything. Like you could do that for 10 or 15 minutes a day. And that'll. that's even, you know, like we were talking about, mentally getting into that state is healthy for you.
1: I love that. Every morning I do 15 minutes, three songs of dance, ecstatic dance. Oh, wow. So I move yeah, my body. And, and sometimes I'll come out of my body and be like, oh, I must look like a crazy man right now. And then I'm like, oh, back in my body. But that is actually a form of flow state, right?
0: Yep. Yep, when you lose when you lose track of time and you lose yourself lose yourself in the music lose yourself <laughs> in the music. But
1: it's so funny because we get all these messages from from music, right? Or like whispers of like, "Hey, this is here for you." Yeah. But um I remember I was at a concert and I saw James Blake and he's one of the like the most talented musicians I've seen in my lifetime. And there was a moment where he had his eyes closed, and he was playing two pianos at the same time, one a synthesizer and another just a piano, Yeah. and and he's just kind of like dancing but playing both, and I'm looking at him, I was like, oh, there ain't no time in this guy's head right now. Right? It- he is totally just like, and then I looked around and his bandmates, it was all one synchronous just musical experience. They, they, they didn't even know that, what time it was, how much time they had left on the set, and I was like,
0: there you go. Flow state. Flow states. Yeah. So
1: we can all get back in a flow state, you're saying.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even with sport, if you're playing sports, you can a- access flow states. Mm. Or you're out of your it's, it's basically out of your monkey, monkey mind. Mm. The monkey chatter has gone away, right? Mm. Because you're just so in this this flow state that that it all just goes away.
1: I love I love to hear that because it feels really good to be in flow state. It feels it really does. good. It, it's like you're just buzzing and you're like, I wanna do more of this. And it's like, what happens for me, at least I, the way I see it is like, you're tasting the potency of what it is to be alive. And, yeah. and then we're moving away from the mundane, those versions of us that aren't real, and then we're tapping into our reality, and we're like, ooh, this is what it's like to be alive. Wow, yeah, life yeah. is fucking crazy, it's beautiful. But when it's juicy like that, yeah. but we can always tap into it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I love that, man. So, a lot of people viewing listening, okay. Fifteen minutes every day, minimum. Do something that is is reconnecting your neurons in your brain. Learning a new skill, being creative, being in flow state. Whether it's dancing, drawing, painting, learning something, just getting yourself in a place that breaks the mundane, right? The yeah. addiction that we're in, yeah. the validation, and and really doing your craft because you live out of there, and that's why part of like I wanted you to communicate this because your 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 life sprouts out of there right what are the true benefits of living out of your creative flow your state how, what, do, what, do you, what do you see? Do you feel physically healthier since you've just been living here? Do you find that you attract more creative people who who instill or give you permission to even be more creative? Have you found anything like
0: this? Yeah, I think the the more you the better you get at your craft and your creativity um, and what you're putting out in the world, the more you're attract you also attract other creatives playing at a higher level and you get to collaborate with them and like, I, I think that's exciting. I think also just feeling good, I, you know, for me I love the feeling of just creating something I love mm. that I, I'm like proud of and I just, you know, made it. And you know, there is the ex- external validation piece of like, oh, I did this, I put this out there and peop- other people love it. Yeah. And that feels good too. You just gotta like really, you know, sit back and not derive your, your self-worth from that external validation because mm. it could crumble and right. if you're if you're that happened that happened to me with photography with my my commercial career um like I was like so in like so into who who I was shooting what I was shooting all these big campaigns and all these different things that when that industry started to like go down my business went down as well um, that whole industry got flipped upside down With social media and all this stuff, um, from what I, because I was doing all the the big commercial print campaigns and getting paid tons of money for it. And, you know, now brands are struggling to figure out how to even adapt to, you know, that's an old paradigm, this is a new paradigm. So my business started going downhill and I went downhill with it mentally, Mm. because I was deriving all my self worth from. Me being a commercial, a New York commercial photographer, doing all these like cool gigs and and working with celebrities and all these different things.
1: Right, right. So not connecting your ego, the identity, and understanding this is my art. I'm I'm putting it out there. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. More importantly, it's my art,
0: and I feel good about it. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm hearing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you got to always be coming back to that. And I think, as I look at all the work that I do, it's always my my. Favorite st- work is always my personal work. It's always the stuff that I'm making for myself.
1: Now, how, let's go into the the realm of spaces. What about is is it more beneficial than to have a little area, maybe a, not even your whole a room in your house, but a little corner that is your space? It, it, do you find that creative space is essential? And I'm thinking to myself, your apartment in New York, <laughs> it's like yeah. a studio on every level. It's like um, does that help in many ways? I
0: mean, it helps me. I think when you can create a space that's inspiring to you, I just, like, curate your surroundings. You know, put things out that inspire you to do. Um, You know, for myself, all my stuff is out. My podcast station, all my... My hat stuff, everything is downstairs, it's out and it's open. And the funny thing is if it's not, then I forget about it and I forget to do it. So I think carrying your space in a way that's aesthetically inspiring that makes you want to create. I mean my space makes me want to like work and create and make stuff. And then, you know, intentionally thinking about things intentionally of where you're putting things. Mm-hmm. and putting them so that it does allow you to just pick it up and create, make it out there. Because if it's put in a drawer, you probably forget about it. Sure. And then you just won't do it. Yeah. It's it's like the whole, was that the Atomic Habits? Mm-hmm. It's like that's part of the same idea, is that if you have it readily available and it's out, it's part, it's in your line of sight, it's going to make it easier for you to pick that up. It's going to make it easier if you have your, your pens and papers and your your drawing stuff sitting out in a space where you see them.
1: It's been a long time since I promoted a coffee because there's not that many good coffee brands. We got one of the best ones now on Heal Thyself. Are you ready to elevate your coffee game? An experience of prove that's not only delicious, C-O-F-F-E-E.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your order. You know, living a long life is great. It is. We all want to live longer. But what's even better is living those years in good health, right? Free of the chronic diseases and the ailments. Unfortunately, for many, the gap between lifespan and health span is way too wide. And we spent our last years ill, not enjoying our life to the fullest. And that's why I'm always into research You don't even have to be working out. You can use it for your brain. It's creatine. Momentous creatine is fantastic. There's no fillers, no additive, pure, effective ingredients you can trust. Trust is everything when it comes to supplements. Momentous third-party test. There's no surprises. What you see on the package is what you get. So if you're like me, you want to feel your body with the best of the best, go to livemomentous.com and use the code DRG for 15% off of creatine and collagen and all their top-notch products. That is L-I-V-E-M-O-M-E-N-T-O-U-S.com with the code DRG for your discount. I wanna have a home where there's one room dedicated to creativity. Yeah. So the way I envision it is like in the corner, there's stuff for like painting or drawing. There's a little music station with piano. I wanna have a desk for writing, right? Like stories, short stories, poems. Yeah. And then I wanna have another corner full of uh, floor to ceiling mirrors for little dance moves. Ooh. I wanna see my little dance choreography. Okay. That's my creative studio, yeah. bro. I like that. You give me a year. You're going to see it. You're going to come. I'm going to be like, Nick, do I get the Nick Anken approval on this here? I like
0: this. I like
1: this. It's the vibe, man. And you can create some of your DJ stuff in there too, man. <laughs> we'll have it all. Um, but but yeah, I, I, I agree. It's like for anything, right? Like if you don't see the weights, you're not going to work out, right? Exactly. You just have it out. If, if if it's really important for you, the creativity, the the expression of yourself. Yeah. Oh, man. And I, and I, I need to remind everyone. When we're not creative, we feel it in our bones. Mm-hmm. It's I can't. I think the best thing you said is the stuckness. It's just we're just like I, you feel it in your body. You're like, I don't know what I need. I don't mentally feel good and physically. I'm just go create. Yeah, create every single day for a week and then see if you feel unstuck. If you do, then go see your doctor. Yeah, <laughs> or see your doctor if it's an emergency. But yeah, uh, very important to do that. Uh, I love that.
0: Yeah, this might be a good exercise for people to do. It's like something that I did years ago because it was part of this mastermind group. is just a 100-day project on Instagram. And we had to pick one thing, one creative thing to do every day for 100 days. And you had to like post it and hashtag it as your accountability piece on Instagram. So I did 100 days of hand-drawn typography. So I would take quotes. I would take a quote and I would like draw it I, and I ended up, like, buying all these different pens and just, ex- it was an experiment, you know, and I would, some of them take me, like, an hour. Some of them take me, like, two minutes. Wow. And it was just, like, a quote, and I was, got creative with it. I was, like, writing on Post-its and putting it on the wall and taking a photo of that. Or I would do it on a piece of paper, or I would write it on, I would draw on a napkin, or, you know, I just, like, the creativity spawned every day of Love what that. I could do different. So... You know, have the accountability. Maybe that's that. Maybe that is the Instagram, and just put you know, it was like hashtag 100 Day Project.
1: Mm. Um, I'm inspired by that. You know, and and the accountability is a big part, right? It's like kind of working out. We have so much resistance because we want the comfort of not doing all the things that are good for us, right? Yeah. Um, But the accountability is important, and if not, like if you don't even have Instagram, show it. Have your partner hold you accountable, and be like, Hey, look. Today, this is my submission of the day, yeah. you know, or, or a friend or something, you know, because this is, it's, so to understand, you, you took a quote and you drew the quote in, yeah. in the picture?
0: I would draw the type. I would draw the actual fonts.
1: Oh, interesting. Or I'd write
0: it. Mm. But it was, that was kind of, that was the experiment for me. Treat it as an experiment as well. It is, okay, what? Could I try all these different pens? Or sometimes I would actually draw the letters in, like, you know, a serif to typeface. And I would draw it by hand, right, with, like, a little, you know, single-point pen. Yeah. Some days I would, like, grab, like, a calligraphy brush and write the quote wow. in a calligraphy oh brush. Gosh. Or I would do it with a marker or I would get graffiti paint.
1: I'm inspired, bro. Yeah. I'm inspired, man. I, it's funny. I was in... Um, Leaving Joshua Tree, mm-hmm. and I stopped by this little shop, and you know it was one of those desert shops. And I was called to this like snake booklet. It was, and I'm like, oh, this must be a journal, but it was all blank pages. Oh. But now I'm inspired because I was like, I wanted to just draw one sketch every day, but now it, it, you're inspiring me because I'm thinking about just one famous quote and what does that quote look like in visual, yeah, in visual terms, yeah, you know, or. I had this really cool calendar back in 2016, and it was a book. And every day, you it gives you a prompt, mm-hmm. and then you draw what the prompt means to you. Oh. And some of the drawings were crazy. It <laughs> might have been like a, like just a slogan or a quote that you hear, or just like what does blank mean to you? Like what does what does ruby red ocean mean to you? And you don't necessarily draw a ruby red ocean. You, What does it feel like? And then what right. does the feeling look like in a drawing?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I should post that for everyone because it's such a cool calendar because oh, you do it every day. Oh, that's you cool. Know? So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's it just, you get your mind going,
0: you know? Totally. Yeah. I mean, my my project, it's, it's hashtag Draws type on Instagram. It's still there. It's like from years ago. But it, it expanded all the way into like I teamed up with this guy who did like drone art. And we drew like a big quote on the beach in the sand. And then we photographed it with a drone from above. So it was like, it turned into even a bigger thing. Yeah. And I started doing murals and like doing quotes. Um, I ended up developing this, I, have, I found this cool like tin pen. It was like, a, it, was like it has like, it's like this long, the tip of it and it's folded down and you dip it in like, like India ink and you do it and it like splatters as you're drawing it and I kind of like really developed this signature handwriting style with that. Wow. And then I started taking that to another, like doing murals with it and I would just paint, I would draw the, draw it on the page and then I'd per, like scan it, project it onto the wall. Then I would trace it, and then I would like look at like the actual ink and the splatter, and then I would like draw the like the the shadows. And, yeah. yeah, I would draw it to like the light and the shadows of, of the ink.
1: It's funny because that what you're saying is like after you do yourself these projects, right? You're holding yourself accountable. You're doing day to day, and then you start finding things within it that if you do it for a hundred days, within a hundred days, you're like, wow, I actually like this style i actually like these colors I like these shadows and then it it can branch off there's opportunities for more creation that come the more you give it's sort of like just a a beautiful spiritual machine you're feeding right it's like here creativity oh more creativity yeah here creativity more creativity
0: yeah it's like if you that's a great way to develop whatever it is that you want to be creative with like maybe it's a maybe you want to like learn how to take photos do one photo a day Mm. for a hundred days and yeah. see where you go with it. And yeah. the, you're right. It's like every thing that you do, you'll have another idea that spawns off of that. Mm. And You'll be like, oh, I'm going to try that tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to try that one tomorrow or the next day. And you do something you're like, ooh, that was cool, but maybe I'll try it like this. And that's part of the creative process is like you do something, you see the result and you're like, oh, you, you get an idea from that or you want to change something or fix something. Yeah. Um, and try something new. Yeah. Uh, and that's the curiosity piece, right? That's like, that's where you start to get into that flow.
1: Yeah, always. Um, how important, and, and this is what I talk about so much to people, but how important to you is someone taking inventory about what their expression through clothing looks and feels like? Um, because there's so many people that I find, you know, I'm doing the emotional release, right? <laughs> and I I work more with women who come in there. Yeah. And inevitably, the concept of femininity but expression of femininity comes because what i find a lot of women are repressed in their sexuality there's a lot of shame around sexuality and that unfolds usually after anger it's not always the same but then it 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 always spawns a conversation of okay have you looked at your closet do these textures do these colors do they make you feel good first of all do they even make you feel good forget about sexy Uh sexual do they make you feel good How often are we just on autopilot about what we wear? Are most people there? And how important is really letting your expression of your art come through clothes?
0: Yeah, I think that's that's different for everyone, right? I mean, I definitely, like, it is just an extension of my own creativity. And then I do know people that it's like they don't even think about it. You know, and then there's people that are like, ah, oh, I really wish I could do that, but that don't want to step out and like do it. You know, that's kind of the same stuck feeling. as like, so oh, I have a curiosity about this.
1: Yeah, so let's go more into that because I know there's people who are scared to express themselves uh, through fashion or through clothing or through textures. They don't even know where to start for those people. Cause I know a lot of people are like, I don't even care about it, but I I play piano like crazy, <laughs> you know, or like draw art like crazy. What about the people that are scared to express themselves?
0: yeah i think first of all you got to think of it's awareness right it's the first step is always awareness and i you know in that uh, being afraid of what other people think is like a prejudgment so you're already starting to to prejudge the whole situation in and of itself second space is okay how, how can you incrementally start trying different things and putting it out there and i think you know, one thing I'd love to do, just even with, with, I guess with any art, you can do this, any art form coming down. Like, styling and wardrobe is actually part, just like one aspect of a photo shoot. So, like, it all, it all kind of um, leads into this. So, I'll just explain the whole thing. But what you can do is, you know, start with go on Pinterest and just pin, create a board of things that you like. We can say, like, styling, right? Of things that you're like attracted to you know, look up, maybe there's certain celebrity styles that you, you, you like, and then you, like, pull a whole thing together, like a whole Pinterest board together. And then you start looking through and, like, seeing, okay, I like that jacket, or I like this color, or I like the way this dress works on this person. Mm-hmm. And then you can start to kind of, like, understand your own likes and dislikes. And then you can, like, go and... Then you can start to go in and, and kind of find some of those things for yourself and put them on. Mm. and buy them and try them on, or go to the store and try them on and see if you like it. You know, I think you're never really going to... And I think the big thing is, is, like, you got to do it because you love it, not not because you're trying to get likes on, yeah. you know, like, when you walk down the street or on Instagram. Right. you got to do it because it makes you feel good. Like, I dress the way I dress, even if I don't see anybody that day. Yeah. Because it makes me feel good. It makes me feel inspired about creating or about whatever it is that I'm that I'm doing like I'll get up every day and work on my I never I won't even leave the house but I'll put on something cool
1: cool I love that because that's the true authenticity of this makes me feel good period and and this is part of like the value in clothing because it it's an expression of yourself and there's so many people I know in fear of being themselves through clothing a lot of people haven't even brought the awareness like, do I even like wearing these clothes? Like, why do I wear this, you know? Is it because yeah. someone told me to? So what I would challenge all the viewers and listeners is, yeah, do that. Like, do the Pinterest board. Yeah. Just create something. Take two weeks and make a really dope board. Yeah. Go back, look at it, and then start going from there and start expressing yourself. What I know is, it's funny, one of the last mushroom journeys I did, I was and I was out. You know, And it was a sound journey, so it was beautiful because I was guided by sound. Right. And as it was crescendoing and there was a gong and it was like boom, 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 boom. It was like boom, boom, boom. I was like, <laughs> whoa, something's showing up, something. And then I was brought to my closet. I was literally brought upstairs, literally one floor up, to my closet. And all I hear is like, why do you wear clothes that don't make you feel good? I heard oh, it. Wow. And I was like, why do I feel, why do I... Why do I do that? Why do I do that? And then it's like, it's like showing me. I, it, and the funny thing is, is what I saw in my vision is exactly the way my closet was coordinated. Oh, it's like wow. I literally went into my closet out of my body. It was exactly That's in weird. the vision, right? And I don't remember what my closet looked like at that point. But immediately after, I, I just took stuff and threw it all the colors that didn't align with me all the textures and patterns that didn't align with me yeah. went in a garbage bag and I donated, right? But I was left with such little clothes, like 80% was gone. And then I was like, huh, okay, I gotta start rebuilding this. Yeah. And since then it's been clothes that really, really represent yeah. me. Whether it's something simple like colors, uh, with, with simple design or something crazy, like a giant kimono or something. <laughs> it's. It was so liberating. And it's funny because a lot of people on Instagram are like doing the same thing and just like hashtagging it or ta- tagging me in it yeah. and how good it feels to do that. And I challenge everyone out there just go in your closet, take a moment, look around colors, patterns, textures. Does it feel good? If it's comfy and cozy, then great. Okay. But what about what else makes you feel good in your yeah. body? And then what I say is put on those clothes when you're creating. I put on Mm. some of the stuff when I'm ecstatic dancing. I do it in the back house, and that's where all my costumes are. I'll put on some of those clothes and do my ecstatic dancing. I like that. No one's looking. It's just me. (laughs) But it feels good, bro. Even better. Let me ask you a question.
0: Yeah.
1: What is the number one thing that is destroying our creativity right now, in your opinion? I mean... Instagram. Uh, here we go. It's funny because Instagram was for creativity. The irony, right?
0: Yeah, it was when they had different algorithms. Right. <laughs> but now they're just like using that against everyone. I, it was funny. I was talking to this person, my friend, who works at Instagram or did up until they just laid off thirty seven hundred people last week because they're a sinking ship.
1: Really, they're sinking ships.
0: Oh yeah. What, like, well,
1: let's get into yeah. the juice real quick before we go into what's happening.
0: They're just like they've been losing money, so they like oriented all the um, all the algorithms to make money, right? So they don't show your content. They actually want you to pay to boost a post to show your content to your own audience.
1: Whoa! Not even just outside lookalike audiences.
0: Right. And I was like, I was like, okay, so you're say this is what you're saying, right? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, so, and she was like, there were there's people. Out there that are like boosting their posts just to get likes no. because of the dopamine rush. So no. they're, they're like basically like preying on those types of people who want the likes to get them to like pay to get more likes essentially to show their content to other people. Oh, so boy. you're not even playing in a game. Like, you know, like I follow people because I want to see their content, mm. not because I'm just like following people, but I'm not even seeing people's content now because, because of this algorithm. Shift so like this is what's happening across the board, and I think it is. It's becoming more about this external external validation piece. So you have to like, I mean, it all's ego, right? You have to like blast through the ego and let go of the ego. Which I mean, we say that, right? What, it even, what does even does even fucking mean? Yeah, yeah. And how do we do that? How do we do that? And I mean, uh, it's a whole process. It's a you know, it's something that takes awareness and a spiritual journey and, you know, maybe some psychedelics, <laughs> different things, different emotional intelligence programs, and even that, you can still be living for the ego, the validation of the ego. Have you read A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle?
1: No, I only read The Power of Now.
0: Oh, A New Earth is so much better. I've, like, listened to it a couple times at least, and oh. it's all about the ego and all the things that the ego needs to be fed, like, it needs to be fed, and it's never going to be satiated. So they talk about everything from, like, the pain body. So, like, the, and it's all subconscious, right? So the identity of being in pain gets you more love. You know, I, and I read this, like, uh, after I broke up with my ex-girlfriend. And, like, she was always in pain. Like, she broke her toe. And then, like, a few months later, her back started flaring up. And then, like, she ended up having spine surgery. And it was, like, this whole thing. And I, after I read this, I was like, wait. She was she like this pain body this subconscious belief that if she was in pain, then she would get she would be loved and loved more and she got more attention, and so she kept hurting herself. Un, un, you know it was like very subconscious. That's
1: powerful. That's yeah. powerful to think about.
0: Yeah. So that's just one example, right? But the the book talks about all these different things, and it and it can go it can range. You know, I even probably should go back and read it again because it's so fascinating. And so everything that you're gonna need to be fed, and it's never gonna be fed, and Instagram is just like feeding into that, right? It's just feeding that dark piece of it um, to keep you to keep you in the app and keep you involved, like just completely scrolling and immersed. And the longer that they can keep you in the app, the more data they're collecting on you, mm-hmm. the more data they're collecting on you, the more money they're making behind yeah. the scenes. All these different things, so. Yeah, I mean, Instagram is, is like, it's a blessing and the curse, right? It is, like, a way to, like, be inspired and see other artists and see other creativity and learn and be like, oh, you know, I find a lot of inspiration from Instagram. But it's also the, the pendulum side of it is it destroys creativity because, because then it becomes about how, how much other people like it mm. versus whether you like it and you're doing it for you. Yeah. And, you know, what's the, you know, what's the answer? I think it's just awareness around that whole idea.
1: Yeah, 100%. It's, and, and look, I've done a lot of work on this, and I'll still find myself being like, oh, I thought that was a powerful video. Why did it only get 15,000 likes? I don't get it, you know? But yeah. like, it's crazy. It's, it, it, it's literally a day-to-day awareness because all it takes is one video for me to be like, I don't get it, you know?
0: Yeah, but oh, no, I'm in the same boat. It's wild. Content gets hardly any engagement compared to what it used to.
1: Now let's chat about something crucial, that is omega-3s. You know I'm all about keeping clean and pure when it comes to products, as well as food on my plate. But when it comes to supplements, Right. We have to make sure we have the best of the best, but especially when it comes to omega-3s, and and I really mean it, omega-3s are some of the most adulterated supplements that exist out there. And a lot of companies aren't doing it right. We need omega-3s for our heart, for our brain, for our eye health. You might not be getting enough nutritionally. When it comes to Peori, it's a quality brand not only just with omegas across their whole line. They're extremely transparent. Every batch undergoes rigorous testing against over 200 contaminants, and you could check the results for yourself. And that's one of my favorite things. You can scan the QR code and look at the batch that is right in front of you, that is on your shelf or in your counter, and you can see the results for this quality testing. Pure O3 ultra pure fish oil delivers a potent dose of EPA and DHA without any unnecessary extras. Now, Pure is offering 20% off of their O3 ultra pure fish oil, the one that i take every single morning and all their fantastic products to you the heal Thyself listener that's 20 percent off even the already discounted subscription price i want you to go to peori.com use my promo code drg that's p-u-o-r-i.com slash drg to take care of your health with some of the best omegas out there by Puri these days Just go to P I Q U E L I F E dot com slash DRG. You're going to get 50% off plus all those freebies. Oh, yeah, for sure. Crazy. For sure. For all the creators out there viewing and listening, remember the days when we would get like hundreds of thousands of this and that? I remember I would get like a post and 50,000, 80,000 likes. Yeah. Just likes. And I was like, interesting. That's that's crazy. That's cool. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And now it's wild because there'll be a video that performs very well. The next day it'll. Another video just as powerful, for me even more powerful. I could. I'm like, I can't wait to put this one out. It doesn't perform well. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's a, they want your money. They want you to be like, hey, I'm gonna give you a hundred dollars to get this to my audience. So finally, more people can like. Yeah, it. Like, exactly. I ain't falling for that stuff, man.
0: Forget yeah, that. Yeah, I'm like, if you, why would you like? Why wouldn't you reward your creators, right? You're like, I mean, I like, I took it the other way. I was like, well, if I ain't getting any engagement on this, like. Why? Why am I even putting time into this? Yeah,
1: yeah, anymore? it's true. It's true. It's yeah, like, exactly. It's,
0: it's like exactly. a waste of time if they're not, yeah. <laughs> if they're not like rewarding you with the dopamine. Not even the dopamine. It's it's really metrics when you're running a business. For sure. And you're using it for business. It's just more metrics. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I've like had to like reframe. Right? Is seeing this as metrics versus like ego validation.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Like, oh, okay.
0: But yeah. now I think that's all out the window because metrics don't even matter with this with this whole setup.
1: I like that you said, like, what do you like or what do you want? It's That's something, again, that always came back to me and a lot of people that I notice is like, but what do you want, you know? Do you even want to eat that diet that you're eating? Like, do you want to take this biohack that it doesn't seem like it's doing anything for you? Um, We we just completely surrender our own autonomy or our own intuition, more importantly, to others because we want to be told, do this it's good for you, don't do this it's bad for you. But the truth of the matter is it's so much more complex. And when we come from the what do you want? What does my body want? Oh, I'm in touch with my body every single day. Actually, it wants something cold today, it wants something hot today. Mm. Actually, it doesn't want to create this video. It wants to create this drawing and be like, "Hey, this drawing is going to get no likes, but guess what? I'm going to put it out there. I don't even care." Yeah. That operating from that place is is essential to like happiness in many ways, right? Because being you is the most rewarding thing. Regardless yeah. if Instagram recognizes, Facebook recognizes it, even your own community or friends recognize it, being you and authenticity, for me, is the biggest, highest level of health.
0: Yeah, you absolutely. Know? When you can live in alignment, that's when you're the most healthy.
1: Right, man, it's, because it's a, oh, fuck, oh, I don't have to carry this facade anymore. This is me. Hey, yeah. take it or leave it, man. Family, take it or leave it. Friends, take it or leave it. Instagram community, take it or leave it. It's been interesting because it's been much of my work because, you know, there's this doctor guy who's been morphing into many different versions of this doctor guy. Um, but it's like, oh, how how even more authentic, what else can I bring to yeah. people for them to be like, hey, look, this is the full me. And it's slowly been like my my mad scientist idea in the back end, I was like... I'm gonna drip a little bit more of myself every year, so people are like given the permission to be like, "Hey, this let's transform what health looks like." Yeah, you yeah. know.
0: So well, it's funny you say that because like that's the whole process of identity alchemy that I've been creating. You know, I work with people on their personal brands and helping them build their personal brands through photography, but really it's an identity alchemy of helping that person pull who they really are out and then curating this new identity and then putting it out in the world, like crystallizing it with a photo shoot in my, in this term. But this is also just like an ide- a process that you can utilize as a personal development process, is like deconstruct, curate, become. Mm. So deconstruct who you are, where you've been, you know the pressures of the, you know what, what society, who society tells you to be, and you know we've all had that, and that's what you're talking about. It's like that's not really me, but then what's your natural identity? So it's like start deconstructing what that is, and start bringing more of that to the surface. Like you're saying is like how can I bring this one little piece of me out, and another little piece of me out? That's the that's the natural identity piece, right? That's who you really are, and I think the identity for me, identity alchemy really is like how do you bring who you really are to the forefront? That's where you create authenticity, is like who you are on the inside reflects what you're putting out into the world on the outside. And people want more of that now. You know, people are over like this whole facade of things.
1: I feel it, there's the shift. Ever since COVID has been a shift of like, oh, I'm tired of this facade. It's even more, it's past like the whole COVID thing. It's like shook people, shook people up and they're like, why am I at this job? Why am I with this partner? Why am I, do I have these friends? Yeah. Why do I drink alcohol? <laughs> Why do I eat these foods? It's like the, the whys are happening. So I love this identity alchemy because it's sort of like a deconstruction of identities that are not us. Yeah. And really get in touch like who are you? What do you want? What do you want? And how do you want to express that to the world? It's sort of like I'm in there. I'm in there right now. I'm uh, you know I feel the what do you want? Around everything right now, you know. Yeah. And what's what? Aside from doctoring, what would I do? Well, shoot, man, I love performing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So more of that. I've mean, been create... flowing with the rhymes. You know what I mean? I've I'm been saying? flowing with the rhymes, man. I shoot, man. I, I should freestyle. That's I should good. do. I should do a whole heal myself rhyme video. You, you should know, totally. Know you mean? should do a whole episode. <laughs> a whole episode rhyme. in rhyme. They're gonna be like, hey, "What is this Shakespearean MC over here?" <laughs> it's like Eminem meets Shakespeare. Yeah. Meets
0: Hamlet. Yeah. Um, I mean, this guy's letting the creative creativity flow. Letting
1: it flow, bro. Well, look, Nick. You come here, you drop bombs, you make us feel refreshed. You inspire me, man. Every time I see you, I'm like, I need to be more creative. <laughs> it's like every, ever since I met you at this party, I'm like, you're wearing like a, a duster jacket and a hat on and glasses, and we're, we're talking about cancer. But it, it, within that, I was like, this guy's energy. I need more of this in my life. I need to be, so what a gift it is that you can inspire others by you being you. Yeah. And, and And you've tapped into that which is there for all of us. So that's true role modeling for me. Mm. When people, you don't have to say, be like me. People are like, I wanna be like that, you know? Yeah. So giving that gift is to the highest level. I'm inspired by your ease to move into creativity. All of a sudden you're a DJ, now you're a world famous tattoo artist, and it's like, uh-huh. I gotta tap into that a little bit. So um, you've inspired us all. How do we find you? how do we find all your stuff how do we sign up for all your programs
0: where do we go <laughs> well thank you um, thank you thank you yeah i think the biggest place to follow is is instagram i mean for for better for worse whatever right? like you might have to subscribe to actually like get the alerts of the con- of my Ooh, yeah, content when yeah. it comes out because instagram probably won't show you yeah. if you even if you follow but you know um, Nick Onk, at Nick Onkin is is the Instagram. Onkin.co is my website. Just dropped a new webs- a new landing page with all, of, all the offerings. We're doing like live experiences now, like starting to partner with different people. Um, my identity alchemy course is is coming, coming out soon. And you can go to Onkin.co slash IA5. For if five I, free days of identity, identity alchemy, you can learn and understand more what it is.
1: I love that, man. Uh, if you're inspired, go. Go check out the website. Go check out the Instagram. Um, any other plans, anything you got special brewing behind the scenes right now.
0: Especially brewing, I mean, I'm coming out with, like, I got, you know, these, like, these little jewelry pieces here. For,
1: and video, man, that is on fire. And video. People yeah, who see yeah. it, man, so, I, it's just, it's, it's really nice, man. Is that out yet? Because I gotta get me some right after the show.
0: I gotta, like, it's, it's coming. It's coming. I'm gonna probably do, like, a pre-order of them. Okay. And, and then we'll do, put it, I'll, I'll get them, like, produced.
1: For yeah, those of you it's not not seeing, it's, it's it looks like pearls with a little bit of gold on the bottom. Yeah, the
0: per this is the pearls, and then this one's love frequency.
1: Oh, and it, and I get it. It's got like a little. It looks like an EKG frequency. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. So
0: frequency, everything's frequency, right? So
1: I love it, brother. Um, Thank you for coming on the show, my man. And for I'll, me. I'll see you next year when you drop it when I catch you, if I can yes. on a plane right at the airport. Come back to my show, <laughs> and then we'll do another one. We'll All right, bro. Again.
0: Yeah, brother. All Appreciate right. it. Thank you.
1: Appreciate it. Is Brita a good filter? Well, my opinion, no. But let me say this: any filter is better than drinking tap water. And if a doc tells you tap water is safe, go run the other way. Now, Brita does a good job at removing some, but not all of the crap that's in the water. You go to the website, and at minimum, it's going to remove 93 to 99 percent of chlorine, lead, mercury, cadmium, benzene, asbestos—all those nasty stuff that you don't want in your water. It's also gonna do an effective job at removing BPA, which is one of the nastiest ones for your hormones. Estrone, can you believe that there's hormones in our water? Ibuprofen, naproxen, Aleve. But what it doesn't remove effectively is all of the pesticides and herbicides, which I talk about so much. It removes some, but not all. There's so many. So let's get into this. We have so many insecticides, fungicides, and herbicides in our water. 2021 study by the Journal of the American Chemical Society showed that 90% of the 442 US streams sampled by federal scientists had toxic pesticides and their byproducts. And if you go to the Environmental Working Group's Tap Water Database, they based water tests on public water systems nationwide. And in 2015, they showed that atrazine was detected in more than 800 systems in 19 states at levels exceeding health protective guidelines. This is the pesticide that has been feminizing amphibians. Now, I spoke about pesticides and nausea, right? They cause cancer, they cause birth defects, reproductive harm, immunotoxicity, neurological and developmental toxicity, and disruption of your hormone system. And yeah, you pee some of them out, but many of them bioaccumulate in your system. Environmental Science and Technology Study 2021, they tested groundwater from public supply wells across the United States to test for 109 pesticides and 116 byproducts. The samples of 1,204 wells and aquifers representing 70% of the volume of water pumped into our drinking supply, 41% were found to have pesticide compounds detected in it. That's incredible. So So what doesn't the Brita remove well? Well, microorganisms, it doesn't clean it very well. Multiple independent tests have found elevated levels of bacteria mold in Brita, so you need regular cleaning. Arsenic also doesn't filter out arsenic very well which increases the risk of peripheral neuropathy, cardiovascular disease, mitocardial infarction, stroke, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, lung disease, overall diabetes, and a strong link to skin, lung, and bladder cancer. What else doesn't it remove? Fluoride, major neurotoxin for the brain, especially in your children, creating lower IQ scores. So the standard Brita doesn't remove microplastics, which is a big problem when it comes to disruption of our hormones, leading to obesity, cardiovascular disease, reproductive disorder, and connected to breast cancer. It also doesn't remove PFAS. Those are the forever chemicals that don't just wreak havoc on our environment, on our bodies also. They stay in our bodies for many, many years, causing thyroid issues, cancer, low birth weight, you name it. So if you go to the Environmental Working Group database, you can put in your zip code, and guess what? I did it. And lo and behold, in Santa Monica, There were 30 contaminants in the water and 16 of which exceed health guidelines. And some of these chemicals are not removed by BRITA. So what chemicals in the water of Santa Monica are not removed by BRITA? Well, arsenic was found in the tap water here at a whopping 171 times the level that is found safe. 1,4-Dioxin, this is a forever chemical I just spoke about, linked to chronic disease like type 2 diabetes, hyperthyroidism, coronary heart disease, gout, thrombosis, and stroke. What else was found? 3.8 times the legal limit in Santa Monica was uranium, right? And this is increasing hypertension, cardiovascular disease, kidney damage, and lung cancer. Also in Santa Monica water, trihalomethanes and haloacetic acids were found at 59 times and 66 times, respectively, the legal limit in Santa Monica water. And these aren't removed by the BRITA either. And these are connected to adverse outcomes of neurotoxicity, liver injury, respiratory impairment, and diabetes. So if I have a Brita and I'm living in Santa Monica, I'm being exposed to all these chemicals at high levels. So understand clearly, Brita is not a gold standard for water filters. It's a cheap option. And because of that, it works cheaply. It doesn't remove all of the nasties that we need to. So naturally the question is what water filters do the job of removing all of that crap? Now I'm gonna teach you how to get your water filters. There's different types of water filters. No water filter is gonna remove all the contaminants and they always need maintenance. One of the most popular ones, and the technology which Brita operates by, is the active carbon. This is the activated charcoal filters. It's not only for water, but you'll notice that a lot of your air purifiers have that as well. And it removes all the nasties by adsorption. It just sucks them in and that holds it. Now what you do is you replace them when all of the pores that adsorb or pockets are filled up. And we know that activated charcoal is effective for food poisoning. It's the same mechanism. It sucks up all those toxins. These water filters take advantage of this technology and that's how they purify the water. Another technology used is reverse osmosis, which utilizes a membrane, which basically only allows in all of the good stuff and keeps out all of the bad stuff, to crudely speak. So, here are some of my favorite water filters. Now, there's a lot of controversy around Berkey, and understandably so. I don't think that they were fully transparent with a lot of stuff, although when I asked for independent lab testing, they gave it to me immediately. Now, when I independently tested the Berkey, it came out good came out like a really good water filter. But there's a lot of people who've independently tested themselves too, and it didn't come out as doing the job that they said they do. So there's a lot of controversy, so I would actually take this with a grain of salt. Now, on paper, it removes 99.5% of contaminants, independent lab testing, which I saw. Removes heavy metals like chromium, lead, arsenic, mercury, and others. All those nasty pesticides that cause health risks. All the semi-volatile organic compounds in the industry, like refrigerants, resins, plastics, adhesives, all the things that are causing health risks, also all the inorganic non like chloramine, chlorine, chloride, fluoride, all the stuff that affects your gut and your brain. The pharmaceuticals, ibuprofen, Tylenol, antidepressants, birth control. Yes, there's birth control in our water that affects your hormones. Petroleum, microorganisms. It does a really good job, about 250 chemicals and up. And and if you have the fluoride filter, it removes 98% of fluoride. So this is a much better choice than the Brita. Now. I personally prefer the reverse osmosis uh, technology because it removes all of that. It's a semi-permeable membrane, which I mentioned, that keeps all the nasties out and brings in the good stuff. It pressure pushes water to flow in through this membrane, and you get purified water. It has a pre-filter that gets out the sediment and dirt, and a post-filter, which will give it a final scrub. So it's very effective at removing all the contaminants I mentioned, like Berkey, including heavy metals, semi-volatile organic compounds, inorganic non as I mentioned, pharmaceuticals, petroleum, microorganisms, all the nasty stuff. It's gonna remove out 80 to 95% of fluoride. So it's a little bit better than Berkey. This is the one that I have at my place and this is the AquaTrue. And they just came out with the glass system, which made it so much better because I was always worried about being in plastic. So AquaTrue at this point is my favorite water filter. And yes, this is a myth, a lot of people ask me, they go, I have water, but I boil it, and it cleans it out and I can drink it. No, it won't purify it. When you do that, it'll get rid of some microbes, yes, but it'll concentrate many of the toxins like heavy metals, pesticides, nitrates, for example. And when you have water, uh, I'll always bring awareness that yes, a lot of these water filters are held in plastic. So just bring awareness that Because it's triton plastic, there's some studies that say, yes, it's safe. It won't leach, especially if you just have room temperature water. I always err on the side of caution and make sure that even if it's in plastic, make sure you're keeping it or holding it in glass. And even better, like the AquaTrue, they came out with the glass reservoir that holds it anyway. So yeah, look, Berkey and AquaTrue have always been some of the top two ones. I don't speak a lot about Kangen because I don't know enough about it, but we did do a show with Tracy Dews and she talked a little bit about her view on Kangen and she knows a lot more about water than me. But when it comes to Berkey and the AquaChew, those are the two best. If you have any trepidation about the Berkey, you can go to TapScore, order a kit, bring it to your home, and test the water yourself. You can collect samples, send it out, and they'll give you the results to see if your Berkey is working efficiently and effectively. But again, at this point, AquaTrue, the glass one, is my favorite one. That's the one I have at home. It's the one I've been using. It's awesome. Check it out. Awesome show. I really, really hope that you learned a lot from Nick and his creativity and what to stay away from, including our phone, burning our brains, taking away from our creative selves, and then how to shop for water is the Brita Good Water Filter. If you have it and you can now afford to just throw it away and get a better one, it is time to up-level your water. Thank you for listening to Heal Thyself. Check out the merch, the best of the best, organic, clean, enjoy your week. All the love to you, thank you.